Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Wait, what's this one about? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. I don't want it to be about anything. Are we podcasting? I don't know yet, Kristen. Are we podcasting? We are podcasting. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. It's very easy. If you found us by accident, what you want to do is download what? Apple Podcasts? I think you're making it sound literally hard. Okay. You're well, making it sound as complicated. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just wish you can find to listen to my mom so hard and you'll find it. Uh, follow us on all the, the social. Other. <laughs> Have we had cocktails? Yes. This no, is our I'm so had... hard. <laughs> happy hour. Are you happy yet? Are you happy? Are you happy? From the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about being a, a happy hour podcast. Three years later, we're having a happy hour podcast. And you can know you what I am? Can you believe it? I'm happy. I'm happy, honestly. Cheers. That's what we thought. Like, I don't know why Jen decided to give me her least fancy cup as though we've been at some shitty like school fundraiser and I I'm know. getting a glass I gave of two her, buck chuck. You know what? I gave her a plastic cup because I'll... I Meanwhile, well, she's got nothing but glassware behind us that's super fucking fancy and has dust on it. It's dusty. That's why. And like, literally, Chris, this. this is my reason because we, are, we have been podcasting in the podcast office, which is in the... Uh, once defunct pool house in the backyard. We don't even have a pool. That they took like, out. So there's a there's dusty glasses back here. Whenever I bring glasses out here or coffee cups, they mold in about four days because we don't. Basically, what she's saying is she it. knew I would steal her good stuff. So exactly, I was trying to be polite. Like I put these in you my guys, bag, take them home. 
done. Follow us on all the socials. We're there. Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on the tick. We're on the threads. We're We've done three. Thre- we're on the thread? Yeah. Does it just switch over? No, we had to opt in. I opted in, and uh, yeah. Twitter's called X now. It just feels like let your drama die down, Twitter, and then we'll come back to you. But nobody's really – what's going on with Twitter? I don't care. Well, that's just because, because that's what I like, think about TikTok is – What are you talking but about? It's it not, is not nerdy. It's, it's the opposite. I know. It's, it's the lowest common denominator. That's why I love it there. It's a lot of quarterbacks that learn to edit themselves dancing, and it's uh, – Thanks. You just sold it. Can you just say that about our podcast? Can you make that kind of comment about our podcast and then everyone will listen? Follow Instead my marketing like, company. Oh, it's so it, easy. All you have to do is download an app and go to the Apple margins and sign into the... Uh, you're Zen. making it sound like we're NPR and we are not that cool. You know how many followers they I have? I don't like NPR. God, don't say that I don't in like it. a public space. I'm, I, is that I where American it. life is? I yes, tell people I, I listen to that. I've never heard it in my life. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Same oh God, reason I, I put it. my fancy books on the bookshelf. I'm like, I haven't read any of these. Wrong. Wrong. Not I'm going to prove Steel. you wrong. Is Casey wasn't serial an NPR broadcast? Yeah. That's different. Okay. Well, I wasn't listening on the radio. I listened on my phone. What do you have? Like a ham radio at home that you tune into some shows on or something? Where are you getting NPR if it's on not from a, your podcast, Kristen? On my phone. That's not it. It's on what, your radio. Do you think I carry around a jukebox on my shoulder or like a It's on box? AM radio. That's no, where isn't. NPR no, is. No, it isn't. It's on it's, it's on not FM. On a phone. You guys, we're gonna nope. start over this. <laughs> NPR is on National FM. Public Radio. I know what it stands for. <laughs> it's what's the last word of it? Is if is it called N P P? You know me. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Hour. Uh, doesn't get much cooler than where it's at right now. Hey, you know I what? Really, if it works for Bert Kreisner, works for us. At- uh- Fucker has 40 She's drinks tonight. She's just dragging people that she doesn't like on this podcast now. He's fine. I don't like the way he talks about his wife. I he I don't know why he doesn't wear a shirt when he does stand up. I actually up. find That's, that attractive. Really? And we all know who I married. <laughs> he does kind of look like Colin got upset when I said I I go I'm married to one I'm married to a Bert and he goes I'm so much more attractive than him and I go fair. But you do like to take your shirt off at parties. I think Colin, if you were to describe Colin and Bert Kirshner, you would. What's Are his we name? saying it? Chrysler. Say it. Chrysler. Chrysler. I don't know. Bert Kirshner. It's Kirshner. Kirshner. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, if I'm going to be completely honest. Kirshner. Crusher. Bert. Bert the Crusher. Kreischer, Right. Bert. Bert. We'll just call him that. Yeah. The guy. If you the were shirt to describe on. him and to describe Kristen's husband, you'd be like. They're taller guys, dark hair, beard, beard. Love to booze, love to but party. Colin to does not shirt. look like he has lived the hard life that that guy is like. You know that guy's been out on bail a couple times. Right? God bless him. He's all. I, I'm gonna swing the other way. He's been married to the same woman for 20 years. He's very loyal, right. and he has two daughters, and they literally give him the hardest time ever, which I feel is totally fair. But I do think there is a little crew on the old TikTok and the old podcast world that feel like they're like the cool guys at the party. Well, well I'm just saying, they're pretty cocktails cool. Cocktails work they're, for that guy. 
why can't they work for this lady? Oh, because I too like to take my shirt off at parties, but nobody thinks it's that funny. <laughs> oh, we did that. We did. We, we did sh- that. We showed our stomachs in a stand-up yeah. show. Well, would you like to say that again with more S's? <laughs> we showed our stomachs at a stand-up show. We showed our stomachs Stupid. on an Amazon special that's currently available on yep. Amazon if you haven't heard of that. Why don't you go so, check it out? We get Bert, nothing for it, but you might enjoy it. We've been doing this a while, Bert. Okay, so this week's episode. It's called Nothing We're Going to Talk About That's Linear. <laughs> Gosh, remember those days? Did you ever do this? Okay, because I always had like office jobs. And I tell you, I have over-romanticized this idea of what a happy hour is. Did you go like, to happy hours? I did, yeah. De- and definitely like, well, I had an office job in my 20s where I worked for like the local weekly. Yeah. Like. Cool newspaper. Yeah. And so there would often be days where it'd be like, oh, it's four o'clock. I think we put in a good day. Let's like go to this dive bar. It was very fun. But like I worked at this big newspaper and they had this like bar. That was like their bar. Yeah. Which I know like in a lot of big cities, there's that. And so they would always go to this like same bar when they got like done doing the news and like they would stay till 2 a.m., get up. And so my old boss at this newspaper said when he started, uh, he said, we have two questions. We'd love to hire you, but we want to know one, if you will shave your beard because he was a big hippie. And two, if you can hold your liquor because they used to- They asked you? No, my old boss. Oh. I was like, that's rude because if I don't want to shave, I don't want to have to. Kristen's like, I will (laughs) shave my legs but not my face beard. It's not happening. Because when I walk into a room with men, they respect me. (laughs) (laughs) I've won too many contests. I've won too many contests and quite frankly, I break out when I shave (laughs) too much. So don't make it a requirement, sir. No, but they used to have, like, I can't imagine maintaining this lifestyle, but they would have, like, two martini lunches to, like, close big advertising deals and stuff. And then, at the end of the day, they would go to this lounge. I don't know how people do it. I don't, don't, when don't you want to go to bed and get in a blankie and watch TV? I don't I, understand. I've, been, I've wanted to do that, all, like, even in my 20s, but I can tell you there were two times, two times, and I worked in restaurants. So I didn't have happy hour. I was working your, I was probably your bartender. Oh yeah. But your happy hours at like 1030 kind of. Well, or you'd go out on an off night. You'd go out like a Tuesday, Wednesday night. And then they would have, um, they'd call it industry night. Like a bar would serve other bartenders. It's brilliant by the way, because bartenders are like, let me give you all of my money. I'm going to tip you way too much. I'm going to tip you way too much. And then you're just like giving away tricks to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So we would, I had two times ever in my life where I was working in production and I was the lowest, per- literally the, like my name wasn't even on the list. Sometimes they were like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm the production assistant. And I'm this- here to plug the meters. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here to make sure if anybody has a stool sample, they need to take <laughs> into the doctor. I'm going to be your girl. And the, this one woman who I only worked with for like a week, she was like, we're going to lunch. And I was like, what me with you? Like I sit at the same table. I'm not like out waiting. Can in your I make car. eye contact with and you? And she's or? like, yeah, you and me. And she's like, um, we'll take two martinis. And um, then she ate like a salad, and it was like a leaf of salad. I had never had a martini. By the way, I did great on the martini. But wow. let me tell you what I was for four hours. Useless. Buzzed <laughs> off of my mind, and I had red cheeks, and I was wearing overalls and like a like striped shirt underneath, and I was like. 
everything's great. And then by four o'clock, I was like, my head hurts. She went on to have another happy hour. Sure. Do I think she was a professional drinker? I do. But by some miracle, she was actually really good at her it's, job. Well, it's also, it's just another time and place. Like It was, it was another like, time and place. I was very in my young 20s. She was not and doing great and probably later went on to rehab and is now living a very <laughs> clean life. But for the time well, being, it was really fun. And then I had one other time where I had to go pick up something from this kind of fancy director and he was known for being difficult. And so they sent me, a production assistant, into the den to deal with him. And uh, I got in there and he- By the way, I'm doing these small laughs because I want to make a horrible joke about what Kristen was willing to do. (laughs) No, they weren't willing to, they weren't sending me because they thought, listen, you know what I wear. I was wearing probably a tech vest. Yeah. Like- a a dicky. Uh, <laughs> uh, when people say I'm, whoa, whoa, I'm a whoa, production assistant, I didn't mean a dicky one of those turtlenecks. But now that I think about it, it was probably, like, probably one of those turtlenecks, and then like a, a dicky uh, overalls a that she could change your oil with. Yeah, coveralls. But she wore the turtle. And she was like, listen, like, I'm still hot. So I'm cleavage. in my twenties. I do think I had a little bit to offer, but. God, I wasn't wearing anything that told you otherwise. So they were like, you got to go pick up this thing from this office. And I go in and evidently he was from like the Netherlands or something and was having some sort of like festival party where it was the only time of the year that he was nice. So he had vodka shots with, um, you took it with a piece of bread and onion and a little bit, a tiny bit of caviar, which was, by the way, just I'm a 22. little bit of quaaludes and ketamine, <laughs> just a little sprinkled on the top and then all of a sudden you wake up in Canada and it's a really we dated for four months <laughs> well I think I dated him yeah, I don't think dated. he was dating so me so I, I go in and I was like well I told they told me he's so difficult and like hard to deal with and he seems so nice and he's got red cheeks I mean like he looks like Santa like this is great so I go in and he's like you 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 must do with like a very strong Scandinavian ac- accent, which is all my people, right? And he's like, you must do a shot. And I'm like, well, who am I to say no? So not only do I want do one, I do now three. Now that you've narrowed it down, what I do three. Can, okay. I love the caviar, but I didn't want to be rude. I do three. So they go back okay. So you fast. did you did the vodka shots just so you could have the little caviar sandwich. Yeah. I get that. I, get I did that. the okay. caviar sandwich. But you've narrowed it down quite a bit. Can't you just say who it was? How many? Scandinavian. God damn it, Jen. Director. I didn't think anybody would be doing the math on this. I can't say. Can I? Why can't I say his name? I don't know why I'm talking around it. All right, fine. Here's the only thing. Listen, I was on this movie, Deep Blue Sea, okay? And it was a terrible time. And the director was Rennie Harlan, and he was notoriously difficult. And I am the only bad thing you've said. You've said it twice. I've never known him to be anything but nice because he was serving out vodka, not in a creepy way. See, you know, I'm from Finland. I'm celebrating this day. We do this. I do treats of. You can't be culturally insensitive and not take shots from people when they offer. I've been to parties where they're like, "You're not getting any unless you do a shot of tequila," and I fucking hate tequila. But culturally, I'm a cool down chick, so I will participate. So I had three shots. He only told me to do one, but the caviar was delicious, and I was poor, so mm-hmm. I took three shots. I bet and that I got, was really expensive vodka, by the way. It was the best, and it was ice cold. It was so fun. So there was, by the way, it wasn't me and him by myself. We were There was a whole office of people. I was like, this is the coolest job. I'm working in visual effects. I need to make a transfer. So <laughs> I'll go back to my office with my 
coordinator that I hate, his name was Jack. He's a dick. And I went back to that office. Nobody knows who that is. He's a total dick, and I got no problem saying it. I got so many stories about that asshole. Mm. So I go, and I sit at my desk, and I'm like, oh. And I'm I'm having the best day I've ever had in my whole life on that job. I was like, this is, I should bring a flask to work. I know. I know what you're thinking. Don't judge me. I was 22. It was a tough job. But it was the best daytime lunch, real person liquid lunch. You hear about them. I've never had them. Two events in my life. Yeah. Both positive. But that is a very European thing to do. I, I'm not saying I'm jealous, but I absolutely am. It's like- Well, you don't a, like doing shots, but I like vodka. Yeah. I would never do- And actually, if I had like a a glass of wine at lunchtime, I'd fall asleep. I think that's, that's the why problem. people siesta, you know? That's why they do those like- yeah. Those uh, cold long the lunches best. in your it's it's a smart idea because then you've had a nice little nap and then you can finish out your day and go have some ridiculously great dinner with bread. Yeah. Oh God, where are we moving? No, not Finland. I don't like it cold. I, also, I don't like it cold. Like, I'm just thinking, it was a very fun time. Am I gonna get in trouble for any of this? I don't think you are. No, I think just let her loose. Who cares? I've got other shit to say about people that I, you give me one more cocktail, it's coming out hot. I, well, I'll tell you this. So the place, like when I worked in, so this is for all you Nebraska people, you'll identify. When I worked at the Omaha World Herald, the old advertising office, which was referred to as the West office, uh, it was like Midtown kind of yeah. like 72nd and the bar was the interlude lounge. And it Ew. was one of those, this is my favorite my favorite. It's like, it's like the Regal Beagle, you guys. It's like the sunken oh, big leather. Knock like, come and knock on my door. Like these, like barrel chairs. Like oh it's my god, very the best. low, like very dimly dark. lit. There's always there's. I love oh. it so much. And uh, we we called it the lewd. Feels right. Right. It was, and it was so fun. And I kind of like, I over romanticize those places in my head. You know and why? I wish, like, isn't there, how come there isn't one here? That's down what I was going to say. Or like a- you can say what you want. Like, when you grow up, <laughs> when you grow up with a pub or in, mm-hmm. in a, in a pub town or a pub life, which I did, which like it was very normal for me to go to the ball fields and then all the parents would all go to the Legion Club and yeah. have a couple beers and the kids would all run together in where they – like if there was a Saturday night wedding, it's where you would have the dance and we would go in there, play games. They had like Pac-Man. They had like uh, Space Invaders. Sometimes they would have like fried chicken that you could buy and eat and so mm-hmm. moms didn't have to cook. And it was super fun. There was never – it was never – like because we had another – bar in town where you knew like people were drinking too much and yeah, it was like sad. The this is a this was more of like the pub, yes. the Irish, you know, culturally like you you would bring your community together and it was fun. And yes, there was beer served, but people weren't like knocking back shooters and and hooking up. They were just having a good time. And that, I remember it all being very positive. Well, I think she grew up having, in a very small town and everyone true. was related. Well so that's not a lot of well, hooking up. I, listen. I just didn't date because I didn't want to, <laughs> not because we weren't related. Is that why? Well, there were a couple cousins that I think second wise. No, that, I agree. I agree. Anyway, so uh, 
but I think what you're saying is like we haven't even in where I live and where you live, we haven't found that place. There's, it's not the same. No, there's nothing like that. And it's like, I don't know if it's like missing that about small towns or what. I don't, I don't even know if it's, it's that because my dad was in Maybe the Air- Midwest. I don't know. Well, my dad was in the Air Force and he moved around like so much, but he had this party trick and I would test it out. Not that I traveled a ton, like nothing compared to what I did. you've done four national tours? No, I mean, no, I mean. Sorry. That's what I was saying. Not oh. until now. Flex. Not until the last like eight years, but like before that, I could call my dad and I I would say, uh, "Hey, I'm in this town. I'm on this trip or this work trip or whatever. I'm traveling for work." And he he could tell you the funnest bar to check out in that town because he had been an airman. Like, oh yeah, and, sure. And they and get treated like I mean, they're gods. They just like every single town. It was the funnest party trick where I I would ask him, or sometimes he would just tell me and call. He's like, "Oh, make sure you go go ahead. to Mikey's and, on Seventh. He knows me so well, too, that before I moved to Los Angeles, he was like, you know where you should live one time? New Orleans. <gasps> and I was like, no dad in his yeah. right mind. He's like, no, it's a really good time. He's like, he'll really appreciate it. I spent some quality time in New Orleans, and I will tell you that uh, I, I've i never – I felt like <laughs> – Rectal want- tattoos are painful. That's what I'll tell you. I didn't <laughs> – Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money, but it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free greenlight.com slash mompod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. 
I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash imomsohard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. I wasn't expecting that. Nobody can end, see it. That's the only good thing about it. By the it. end of my time in New Orleans, I was there for six weeks, I was like, I've, I want to go home to L.A. because it, I feel better. I feel like I've become the devil here. I want a safe place to get to. I want a safe place. I want Los Angeles. Something about New Orleans brings it out in you too because this is not Um, like- You would need to talk to my husband about this. I am sure that Colin Sweeney has has uh, uh, endured many a women in New Orleans due to freaking take off your booby top and show your beads to everybody. My husband has a story about going to Mardi Gras and- What? Brit would be so uptight about it. No, no, no. Oh God, are you kidding me? Drunk my husband? No, no. Well, I've only seen Britt drunk two two times, three times. Buzzied. Yeah, Not, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. But he would have been in college, sure, like, which is sure. when he went. I think my husband went like every weekend, and this explained his 2.4 grade point average. I always say this. Like a dude can go to spring break on college with nothing but his Velcro wallet in his 100%. swim trunks. He doesn't <laughs> need Anything else, and a woman, a girl, a girl has college, like eighteen bikinis. She'll die of a yeast infection if she tries to do that. Yeah, like she would. It, it, like, gotta have dry. Pants. There's no. There are so many differences in the way that women can party and men can party, but especially my, in New Orleans, I'm just dating all the time. Did? You know where he stayed? On somebody's porch on a couch. God Christ! He was there for like four days. They didn't sleep. They didn't want to spring for a hotel room because they just wanted to like drink the whole time. It's expensive during Mardi Gras too. Yeah. It's fun. It's a you would love it. You would you would oh, I've love been. you've been. Not to the parades though. No, I've only been to Jazz Fest. Highly recommend. Wait, okay. I've never been there for Mardi Gras, but I've been in New Orleans a bunch. Yeah. Okay. You're saying Ma- Mardi Gras? I've Mardi Gras, I would not, it's not gonna be the thing I'm into. I went during um Jazz Fest. I was there during Jazz okay. Fest and that was really cool. And then also I just got to know the city because I worked all over it that we were in the outskirts. So we got to go to those like those like hole in the wall places with like a yes. skinny door with a weird doorknob and you you walk in and first of all this the smell of the food oh my god the food is so rich and has its own particular smell that when you walk it my mouth is yeah. watering right now like and it it's served like 
they'll put a big bin of crawfish in front of mm-hmm. you and everybody just digs their hand and they're sucking crawfish. Yeah. Or the like um uh, a shrimp etouffee mm-hmm. or um jambalaya, all that. Oh my god. It makes your face melt. It smells so good. I I went um on a pharmaceutical trip. Okay, so did I, but it was rep. Oh, yeah, diff oh, story. Yeah, no. Diff, it diff. was a uh, legal uh, all legal stuff. Okay, this mine was, was a pharmaceutical trip based on the illegal pharmaceuticals that I endured. Although I tell Three you, days. you know who can stay up late to party? That salespeople and Yeah, uh, cuz they're all like, "Hey, I got pharmaceutical grade shit." We didn't have, here's the problem. We didn't have any of that good stuff, but something about like New Orleans really brings it it out of you because- It's a nighttime city. We went there like, this is the oldest bar, like oldest tavern, and it's like four buildings kind of stuck together and part of it's like outside. Somebody can tell me what it is. And and they had these wine glasses. We're just having wine. They had these wine glasses that had the name of the bar on it. And I, I just took two of them off the table and I put them in my purse. And my boss <laughs> was like, "She was, what are you doing?" I go, I'm "Taking these? I'm taking them." I go, "You know how many people?" I go, "I just throw them on the floor and break them." It's like, yeah, it, that happens like eighty times a day. Yeah, What's the like, difference why, if why I just fucking call them if out? I take care of them and love them at my yeah. house? Like, yeah, what are you doing? And she was like, "That's a really good point." Yeah, they're yeah. probably they're probably very disposable glasses. But we stayed out till like four in the morning, and then we got um. Beignets. Oh, f- yeah, you did. Went and had like two hours of sleep and then got up and I got severely job. constipated in New Orleans. I was like, the w- food just worked against me in every way. I'd go up and I, I would I would try to order like anything with a vegetable and they were like, you want a fried or double fried? And I was like, double fried, I want please. a double fried. And so then I gained like 14 pounds and then my pants didn't fit and then I got yeast infections all the time and I got super constipated and then I had to go home. Which is why she was banging a lot of people because she was just nothing but Not, super hot. I don't think a lot is a fair. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't a saint in the in the old dun dun dun. dun, dun come marching in. I don't yeah, even know if that's part of the city, yeah. but it's kind of in the vibe. Yeah, it's also a place that I never need to go to again because I had I have explored that city. Okay. And if my yeah, kids spent- ask me to go to Tulane and they get in, I'll be like, that's a great school. Absolutely not. I got a couple that's friends like going to that Vegas. have kids that go. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Definitely party school. But it's it's, it's so, a good school. It's so culturally, culturally blah, 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 blah. rich there. Where like the other thing we got to do is have this really nice dinner and we like sat in the room where – Oysters Rockefeller were oh. first served at that restaurant, it's, like, and they yep. developed them because the Rockefellers were coming to dinner or whatever. Yeah. So they came up with that and they made it the oysters green. May I just say, I know it's a super famous dish, but I don't like cooked oysters. Nobody right? likes cooked but oysters. But they only cook them in or- New Orleans. No, they do not. What? I'd like to push back on that. Okay. Because on one of my, well, you guys know, I just said I was constipated. So I was like, what works better than some really strong oysters? So I had, oh. I'd battled through and I was, I was the second, it was, I, I had two days left and I was by myself and I was like, what do I want to do here? I like, I'd been working the whole time and I was like, what do I want to do? And there was a really cool oyster bar. You would love it. They have all these guys sitting in front. You sit down at this like horseshoe bar, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at these guys and they're shucking oysters for you. And they've got these knives and they're so fast. Yeah. And you sit down and they bring you a bucket of beer in your little, you're sitting kind of in your own. So it's really easy to be by yourself because you're like, everybody seems to be by themselves. So you sit up there and they bring you a bucket of beer and they come up and they're like, 
how many oysters do you want? And you kind of get this guy in front of you who's like really fun and charming and he's shucking oysters for you. And if I, I, I would like to bet I ate 25, if mm-hmm. not more oysters to the point where the guy was like, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, we, we have, can't legally give you any more have, oysters. Your mercury have, level is so high right now. <laughs> They're like, ma'am. I, I can actually tell your temperature from your eyes. So you have had, but that's what New York is like too. They, Britt says his favorite oyster bar is in Grand Central Station where you like underground. Oh, that makes sense. It's this great oyster bar, but I think you and I are at the end of the day, like his, this is going to sound like I don't mind this description of us. I think we are. Oh, no. I think we're like bar people. I think we're like pub people. And I say pub because I think there's an energy there that always has a, there's always food. Yeah. And there's always an energy and there's always some sort of like, it's lively. I don't know. My, my husband's a pub person. He's Irish for the love of God. Like it's a part of our thing. God, so it's like, like cheers. It's like God, everybody yes. knows your name. Like, it's the I'm, only song I know how to play on the piano. Well, see. My mom was like, what have I done? And I'm like, I don't know. My dad Could also- me more to play more Beethoven. I'm on you. My dad's other party trick besides knowing the fun bar in every city was to know where his favorite grill, literally his favorite physical grill, burger grill was at oh, every- Oh, funny. Because like restaurants will sell their grill, like upgrade it, yeah. get a newer one. And then they take the old one, clean it up and sell it to like a, a smaller bar. So my dad started at Goldberg's with this, his favorite burger girl. And, they would, and then it went to the Marleybone. Hilarious. And then it went to this place called the Chicago. And then I don't know where it ended up, but my dad, that they became his regular bar that he would go to to get burgers. That grill tasted so good. That's like a cast iron skillet, me? man. Yeah, that's like holy grail kind of yeah, grill. Yeah, dude, that's that like, is like- that's Old. a real commitment. Yeah. My husband was so like dedicated to giving me my like dream wedding, you know, which oh, and it, it was beautiful. It was. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, and then Finn ruined it. Oh, for, for me. you. For you. Not yeah. for you. I do remember being like, oh, man, he, well, he's got a fever. No, he had full hand, foot, mouth disease, like broke out in a full rash on his cheek. Baby, new baby. Is that is that the hotel you were at that you got pregnant with? Eleanor? No, oh, okay. he's had it twice. I told you, I gave uh, it out at parties. Okay. He he had he had full hand foot mouth disease. This was it nine months, and then he got it again at one one fourteen months. Well, I got Finn, up. now that you're old enough, I'd like to tell you that was inconvenient. Yeah, it was a real drag. I was wearing heels for the first time. I was so excited. It was yeah. beautiful. It was so fun. So fancy. So we decide like um, we wanted to go to Paris for our honeymoon because I was like, well, that's the dreamiest thing I could ever imagine. Yeah. And so because my husband's dad was a pilot, he had literally millions of airline miles. Oh, my God. How nice. Yeah. So that's he- the make or break of travel is those oh damn God. airline the, Yeah. And now hotels. Don't get me started. Fine. Go ahead. But still, so we, we – so we – Got the tickets, and we were able to get, like, not first class, but they were, like, business. So it's, like, nice. a little bit, like, felt so, like, 1950s Fancy. honeymoony to, like – And at one point, when we were leaving Paris, um, I had taken a Tylenol PM. But oh, this got, is where Jen's drug stories are too much to bear. Tylenol PM. I know. God. It might have been – Somebody needs an intervention. Might have been a cyclobenzaprine, but who knows? I'm Anyways, like, what shit can I get that's l- not legal? We there was a thunderstorm, 
And we had to wait on the runway for like six hours, and I've never been so happy in my life. I was like, oh, I just get to sit here and read magazines and listen to this like French music, and they bring you all the wine that you want so much so that they're like, ma'am, put your shoes on and don't come back into our fridge anymore. (laughs) Swear to God, they did that. And Britt was like, what did you think they would say? I was like- it's like every time they came by, you said yes because I I didn't know when they'd cut off these Brett, little bottles. I'm judging so I was, you, sir. But of I just course. was putting them in the seat pocket in front of me in case they were like we're out. I wasn't going to be. I out. do the I had same Several thing. hours more. Like so, I might need these in my hotel. Exactly. Plus they're cute, and it's free. It's free. It's free. It's That's free. what it really is. Like come by and ask me. Like hey, do you want this shoehorn? It's free. I'm like absolutely. Yes, I'm gonna. Keep I don't want to have to pay for a shoehorn ever. Forever. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, but when we were there, we were trying to, like, we had, we spent all the money on the wedding. We didn't have money to, like, really do Paris the right way. But it was still, like, awesome, really fun corner pubs and stuff like that. Where you literally, like, you go down into a cellar (gasps) where you feel like you're going to get murdered to use just a hole in the ground to pee into. Like, they're so old. It's like four and five hundred year old pubs. It's so fun. Like, they, like, you order something, they look at you like... Fuck you. Yeah. Like they're making fun of you. Yeah. It's so great. But then I was like, I kind of thought the food would be amazing here. Like we hadn't found the food that we liked. Fresh food's a tough sell, if you ask me. Everybody gets, I totally understand loving loving Paris for the crepes, the bread, and Paris itself. But to order French food is not so easy. It's hard. It's and it, very rich. The, the shrimp have the eyes on them. Yep. And it's, it's you, a little – it's like what you know but different a it's, little bit. It's what you know French food to be, but you're like, am I willing to make that my meal? I So I was really unhappy with the food. Like we tried these great places. Tried the We tried the gamut. Yeah. And then I go, let me see if my Yelp app works on my phone. My God, Jen loves Yelp. I do love I Yelp. You guys – don't I don't think I've ever looked at Yelp. I'm like, I think it's made up. Let's walk Casey, in and ask if it's a good place. I tell you, here's the tricks. You throw out she all the five so star and the one star. Yeah, I think throw out the two star Literally, too. Literally all of the it's places usually, you found us have been awesome. It's all, yeah. You just go through the middle of the road, see like what people say about specific dishes and Not stuff me. like I'd that. Not me. I pull over to a gas station. Whatever. I'm like, what do you think about a place that serves chicken? You got anything like that in mind? And then we can't. Sometimes trust it. you do, though. Sometimes, Sometimes you can find you a really good. Remember if it's that a fried local. chicken, we had fried chicken when we were traveling. That was so good that we called Kristen's dad Dewey. And, and we my were, dad is not supposed to be eating fried chicken, and I think it was the meanest thing I've ever done. He keeps calling without and knowing. asking about it. He how keeps crispy like, was it? Look how like crispy it looked like you really tapped that with well, a spoon. Or you made really could. You could like go on the top of it with your fork. I didn't realize how mean that was. It was like calling an alcoholic and being like, "Look at this martini I'm sucking back." Well, it's delightful. That that crust or that, that oh breading God. was so kick, crispy kick, kick. you couldn't you could If we could have had a beer with it, it would have been oh perfect. Been. So, so anyway, okay. you're in, so you're anyways, in I yelped to see if it works. And um we 
found this weird place and I was like, oh, they have oysters. I'm like, I know what I'm getting with an oyster. Yeah. Like let's Jen let's loves oysters. Do that. And I know now because we've been friends for so long how specific she is about oysters. And I believe she's right. The smaller, the saltier, and the better they taste. Yes. It's true. They're like brined and that sauce naturally. that you like, not my favorite, but Mignonette. I know why you like it. Mignonette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It brings out all the flavors. I has, go horseradish has and all the shallots. Shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Shrimp, uh, Whatever the red the stuff spicy, is. Spicy, the, the just, horseradish. I love horseradish. Yeah. I want it to like burn my sinuses. My husband does too, but I feel like you don't taste the the oyster that much. I, and I could also eat them raw. I'm We're disgusting when it comes to oysters, you and I. I don't like them big. <clears throat> we've we've probably had 36 oh, in yeah. a sitting before. Yeah, you and I embarrassed ourselves at a place. small ones. Everyone was like, whoa. We're like, we don't expect you to pay this. <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were, our friends were like, we want to take you out for oysters, and we're like, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think you do. I don't. Then think we're you buying because you, you're going to take out a second mortgage, mortgage on for your us. house. Like, yeah, and they're like, oh, you guys are funny, and I'm like, and then later they were like, oh, you girls can eat. <laughs> my, I, I'll tell you right now, my biggest nightmare is when you go out and people are like, you want to get, you want to order some oysters and share and there's them, and there's four people there, and they get a dozen. And I'm like, whoa, what are you guys going to eat? This. Luckily for us, we brought we. And ordered- then I do this, which is really passive aggressive. I go, um, I'll just get them as my meal, and then I'll order as many as I fucking want. Yeah, I that is not them. a meal. That is so an appetizer in the Kristen space. I'm like, this is Listen, bullshit. Listen, it's still you. You eat 36, and you're still at like 270 for calories. Like, not there's me. nothing I'm like, to them. This is a this is a gateway into my steak combo. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have the They're bloodiest so steak that I'm allowed to after this eating these raw fish guts. It's okay. going to be great. Anyway, you're back in Paris. So we're back in Paris and it's it's kind of far away, but I'm like, let's take a cab. What you no part of Paris is not fun. Like you drive through oh, it. So true. Granted, I thought we were going to get murdered a couple times. That's Paris. Mugged. It's very it's exciting. You guys and Roman exciting it's the city of love. And also the post office looks like you're taking pictures of it because it's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And, and like, everything's the post office. 1400 years old. It's so amazing. But so we go to this fucking 7 Eleven. We go to this around. oyster bar. And there are four tables God in this bless. oyster restaurant. I love restaurant. it so much. Yep. It is like a hanging light and these just wooden, like block wooden tables. And they there's just a guy behind a counter shucking oysters. And here's what they had. French bread, no butter, oysters, a little bit of vinaigrette, oh. and white wine. They had You're the happiest person. It's else. your bar. And we were like, you just bring us whatever Whatever you think we're gonna enjoy, all of it, and all we were like, it is both of us. It was the best meal that we have Aww. ever had in our lives. We couldn't believe how good it was, and it was like so gratifying after yeah. like having spent all this money, and, and it wasn't that expensive. And then we were right by that, um, right across from uh, Le, Le Du Magot, uh-huh. the, the famous the two maggots, yep. and it's a steak place, but it's super expensive. So it's we very, went over there and we just had dessert afterwards, it's fun. and it was. Amazing. I would much rather have the experience you did than have the overhyped experience. Yeah. I like we we also went to Paris on our honeymoon. I was um we went later. Eleven months pregnant. I was, <laughs> I was so pregnant that I tried to use my pregnancy to get upgraded to first class. It didn't work. But <laughs> they were concerned about how far along I was. That's what I'm saying. You they, can do that business. They were like, that's great. Hey, uh, are you supposed to be flying? I'm like, I'm not even seven months, ma'am. <laughs> and so I buy, I remember I bought a maternity, um, peacoat cause we were going like in November mm-hmm. and I was so much, 
I had no idea I'd be this big because we waited like a month after we got married and I, my pea coat would not connect. Like, so it was just, I had like two maternity tops that were like bright color. And then the, the strap would tie her at the top. Her coat didn't fit because her bra size was pee. I mean. <laughs> like it had gone up really uh, high. And also being on that flight, Colin was so, so sweet. I was so uncomfortable. And yeah, we were real fucking coach on that one. And we were like sitting there, but I didn't care. So we got into Paris and all of a sudden I was like, I guess I had been having it, but I was like, mm, this thing I've got, this burning. And every time I swallow or eat anything, it's called heartburn. And it was like came on so strong when we were in Paris, so I couldn't barely eat anything. But we stayed in this little divey hotel. We had to push our beds together because there were two twins. Nothing was going to be comfortable for me. But right below us was this little French restaurant, totally like a family-owned joint. And they had this carrot soup, and they had this cooked trout, which in a million years, those two things don't sound like they would be delicious it was the only thing I could eat that didn't make my oh, stomach hurt yep. and my heart burn. So we would go get that soup and that fish twice a day because I couldn't eat or do anything else. And and they made it special for me. They knew I was going to come in. Yeah. So they made sure to have more of it because they loved that I was pregnant. And also the place is like oh eight God, foot by I eight foot. That. So they took such – it was a wonderful experience. And then Colin, you know, then they were like – you should try this red wine. And I was like, that looks delicious. Well, it I does did not. A lower alcohol content. But when we went to Italy, so there's this place called Alfredo's. Which already is a so. It's where Fettuccine Alfredo I came gathered. from. Okay. Yeah. But I this is how it all came about. It was just like a little tiny, not famous restaurant, although all Italian restaurants are great. All the they pubs. They are. They're you go really in all great. Their pubs are not that great, I don't think. It's more of a restaurant vibe. Always they're, restaurant. And, and it's more wine. Heavy. But yeah. like Irish pubs and like your German pubs and all that beer garden. See, I haven't been there yet. I want to go. The, I want to go. But you're you're I, you're not wrong. Italian, you just can't go to a bad restaurant. Yeah. To the Italians so, are like, oh, they went to Maselli's. Oh, they're real dumb. My, my husband had been to Alfredo's when he was a kid and he was like, oh, it's like the Olive Garden to them. It's like. Yeah, they're snotty about yeah. it, but we're fine. We're Wait, like. Here's Whoa. where here's where Fettuccine Alfredo came from. And you, if you go there and you order it, you have to order it. They make it table sides. So this might be the last time I ever had anything bacon related. This is what was. So his. His uh, Alfredo's wife was pregnant and was had horrible morning sickness, and the only thing that she could eat was this thing he made. There were egg noodles with mm. heavy cream, butter, bacon fat, and Parmesan cheese, and that is fettuccine Alfredo, and that is what they make table side for you. They melt it all like over a fire, I and he would make it every day for his wife. Good. All that being said- I wish I had a local pub around the corner to go to where everybody was like, I know. hey, we, Brit and Jen are here tonight. I know because we don't, we live in a big city and it's LA specific where it's like, it's a, it's just different. Like we, there's highs and lows and there's pros and cons. And we love, you know, Southern California has so many amazing things, but like, I do think your local pub is kind of hard to find. Yeah, I know. I get jealous because my friends back at home, they have those. Same. You know, like they, every small town they has run one. into each other all the time. And like in Central, they have one and now has an indoor um, sand volleyball court. Like fancy. And know, there's a wine bar there there's too. There's a wine bar. I know. I can't remember the name of it. That's a bummer. But there, it's, it's like 
it's, it's very related to where we're from. It's it's also like Chicago. I mean, gee, many you throw a stone, you're in like some cool ass old pub, New York, all of them. But mm. LA is definitely a different tune. And I love going to different restaurants, but it's you like today, like I found one, you know, I have an anniversary coming up. I was like, <laughs> well, I want to go to this place. Don't get the wrong idea, Colin. It's not about feed you. Him, there's a good chance. He just that's all and he'll fall asleep. Fettuccine Alfredo is very Look, heavy, as I just described. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we both have some fettuccine Alfredo. Maybe we roll around a little bit and then we both pass out. Everybody's happy. You wake up, you don't have to do anything. TMI. TMI. You wrestle. TMI. It's more like naked wrestling. It's what am I Go it's back like to aggressive about grunting. What else were you talking making. about? Well, we're talking about the city of love, which is Paris. Nope. No. Yep. No. Here's what I was going to say. Love you and making. I when we were traveling, when we were doing shows, got to go to a really fun place that kind of ties all of these together. So when we were in D.C. Oh, my God. Go with Okay. Okay. Fine. We got – okay. It is maybe my favorite. When we Why were – Why is that? I – because it – oozes history. It and is like, okay. Why is it? But so you're going to make fun of me. I know why you're going to tell this story because you're going to also oh, remember. Oh, I forget about that part of it. <laughs> Kristen was in love with our Shut waiter. Up. You were. He was in love with me. We had a thing. Yeah. It, it was, was a, a, I was like, It was stop, a mutual at my flirtation, <laughs> but everything it was. It was not a flirtation. It was an acknowledgement of unrequited feelings that had found their way. He was a, like, do you want to refill? And she was like, <laughs> Shut She's up, Jen like, Smedley. There's been two the people on couch that you have felt the same way about that look like dirty UFC fighters. And I'm like, you are Twitter paid right now. Who are you talking about? That last flight we were on? There's been two. I'm just saving one space for one I can't remember, but I know there's been two. <laughs> <laughs> but we that bar in next DC was okay. dope. So it's this bar. If you're from the DC area, you'll know it. Or if you've ever been there. Capitol Hill, baby. But everybody said you have to go there. This is where like... Congress people and everybody from the news, big red volume like seats. Big, they would fight oh. with each other like all day long, and then they would go all drink together oh. at this bar and hang out. And it had like it was famous for oysters. Those servers are all wearing white coats and black ties and there's white a shirts. Downstairs, and, there's oh. like a party room. It's so old, it you sexy. guys. It was old and sexy. So think like like it, uh, obviously like something that you would see on the West Wing, like big high top. Um, what do you call them? Like U-shaped booths with like leather, with like red leather stitching. Yeah, it was very glowy and warm. And yes, there was a server who was attractive. Who and the thing that I liked about him most attracted to me. <laughs> very appealing. <laughs> yes, fit. we're all. We well. had a tete a tete, if you will. And uh, I was like, okay. And we were there with have like. Have you heard of my mom so hard? Because is that why you're coming like, out so strong? I, I absolutely have not heard I'm of like, my mom well, so hard. I'm like, well, I'm kind of a big deal in this space. Still have not heard of it. I'm not. And uh, I am married and he's over there and I'm annoyed. None but of this it's is fine. interesting to me. Okay. What, I'm just saying. Do you, if you want, want to refill? <laughs> Shut up, you poker. <laughs> but I imagine like going there in like a heavy wool coat and it's like snowing outside and then yeah. you like go in there and it's like super warm and you. Like have a brandy. I've never even oh drank brandy. I, I haven't either, but I you want see, to. I romanticize this stuff so much. Because it is, because it's so fun. Because it's I mean, listen, there's a reason we like to go have drinks and call it happy hour, because it's a place where as long as you're not, you know going crazy. All going right. crazy and save your messages. Your kid in a goddamn I will let you lot. know when I'm having too much fun. And it's I will let her know 
when she's having too much fun. That I'm is like, true. The second she's like, let me do your numerology, I'm like, oh. Time to go. We got to go. Call an Uber. Call it. <laughs> I'm going to give you 30 minutes. I'm going to call the Uber. I'm just like, Jen, I'm going to go barf now. We don't, it doesn't have to get to that point. No, but it does. But it's fun if it does. It sometimes. Sure does. On occasion. Once Why in a while. Not? You guys, did we podcast? I think we podcast. In our love story, in our hot, hot box. Nope. Our mom box is Paris, pubs, and Peter from DC. I don't know if that's his name. I'm making it up. The waiters are hot flesh. Yeah. Why not? I think we podcasted. Bye-bye.